Oh, my friends, in this week's episode, we are going to have a real talk, okay? Because I know we're all struggling. We're all struggling, struggles to funk, in the words of the great JVN. So, hopefully, this episode will help you a little bit, and I hope you enjoy. We are gathered here today to bring together the wedding community. Whether you are a seasoned pro, a newbie planning to start your own wedding business, or an engaged couple hoping to see behind the scenes, we're here to share tips, tricks, and laughs with you as we talk weddings. The Union Podcast is a show that aims to build a community for those in the wedding planning trenches. Join Jamie Wolfer, Heather Laurie Fear, and special guests in roundtable discussions about the challenges and joys of the wedding business. And now, here come your hosts, Jamie and Heather. Jamie, tell me about how your year is going compared to that 2020 vision board we had at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. Just as, you know, 2020 has been... No, I'm not. This is a mess, guys. <laughs> yeah, this year, this year has been a little bit of a surprise for all of us. I honestly, we were kind of scrolling through our podcast episodes, just a little jaunt down memory lane and, and you'll figure out why. And obviously just a few, but like I saw one that was, what was it managing? What, what was the title of it? Oh, it was all about how we were going to masterfully survive this wedding season. That was going to be so busy. (laughs) Surviving the wedding season masterfully and with finesse, you guys. What that was that was released on March 11th. (laughs) Well, we didn't know you should have been prepper styling preparing for 2020, but maybe. Maybe. Listen, we did not prepare for this wedding season properly, and I am not handling it masterfully or with finesse. There were maybe some good tidbits in there, though. I think I mentioned some Instacart shout-outs. Still using that. Still using that all the time. And now that, you know, everyone's home all the time and we're living in a new city and learning a new grocery store is super confusing, I'm like Instacart every single time. There we go. Every time. Except for, you want to hear something awful? Hmm. Instacart doesn't deliver alcohol here. Oh, that is a shame. They have a lot of weird rules, I would say, compared to California on on the liquor and the booze can't be sold in the same store as the wine and all sorts of stuff like that I've seen in, in states out in, in your area. Well, luckily, they, ha- they still have alcohol. <laughs> they stores, do. But I just have to go get it. And it's just so far, you know. <laughs> that is a bummer. Yes. And I know sometimes it's not even sold certain days of the week. I don't know. What? Yeah, they don't oh, sell it on Sundays. I do not live in that state. Okay. Well, check your county. Anyway, Jamie's going to get some booze. Regardless, she's going to find a way because that's what 2020 has caused for us. You know, it's really pushing us to our limits. It's really, it's really honed in my, uh, my boxed wine preference. Oh, yeah. 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 I got to tell you, it was Trader Joe's. They had a boxed wine brand there for a long time until I found Boda Box. You guys. They're good. They're good. Mm -hmm. And they're not. They're not the kind of wine that gives me a headache from being cheap. But this is not the point of the episode. But I, I knew you guys were wondering, so I figured I'd tell you. Yes, my wine skills have gotten much better. Yes. I upped my box. Those are, those are incredible. The uh, Target options—they have a wide variety of flavors. If if you are looking for this product, Jamie <laughs> mentioned, I do happen to know about it as well. <laughs> it's pretty decent, right? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad, and. Uh, 
I mean, we do have some more ideas of things that might help you guys beyond a nice big, big box of wine. Do we want to dive into that? Yeah. I mean, because, because real talk, you guys, I'm struggling. Like this is rough. I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to be doing right now. There are times when I'm like, I don't even know what to talk about on my channel. I don't know what we're going to record for our podcast because at a certain point, like how do you keep being positive and keep pumping out new ideas or show up to support your couples when like you don't really put on real pants the whole day, you know? Yeah, yeah it's tough. Or if remember to brush your teeth before, before lunchtime. Like it's just, I feel like instead of soaring, we are just crawling. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in a little bit of a funk, but it's okay. It's okay to just admit this year is really testing us all in ways we did not expect. And there are some things we can do that, you know, might help make it a little bit better or at least help us to not feel so alone in the process. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, it's having people who understand what I'm feeling and what I'm going through. Um, Because I, I think we'd all agree that our industry is super unique. It's really unique. It's not, it's not really like a lot of other industries because there's so much emotional attachment involved. So to have weddings just be done for six months, like this has been, right? Is it six months? Yeah, we're right around that point. Time is a, is a very fluid concept, my friends. But like what we do is so emotional. And what we do, we're so emotionally invested in one of the most important days of someone's life. And so sometimes when I chat with my husband about this, he always relates it to construction. And I'm like, Mm-mm. no, that analogy does not, does not fit here. That's not how this works. So to be able to talk with Heather or to talk to my best friend who's a wedding florist or to talk with other people in wedding groups and just be like, oh my word, it just is so helpful for me because they get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's super, super important to be in community right now. And I know physically in person, you cannot do that in a lot of places right now, but we really want to encourage you guys to uh, still connect. There you know, are a lot of ways to do that online. There are Facebook groups, there are networking, like meetup groups and stuff, and they are offering virtual events to still be in community, be supportive yeah. of others, and, and still you can be building your network and preparing, planting those seeds for when we get through this crazy season. Yeah. And, and if all that sounds like even still too much, at at least it's a space of people who get it. (laughs) Yeah. Because I know for me, I just, I, sometimes I'm having a really hard time being motivated. Like why do I put on real pants? That's, there's no point. So I know you might be feeling that way, but I do know, and Heather's right. If you can get yourself into community and you can just chat with some people, you might be surprised how much better you're going to feel. And bonus, you will end up feeling so connected with these people because we've now gone through a worldwide pandemic that when things ideally and hopefully open up very, very soon, we will we'll have a great network of people to rely on, you know? Exactly. You'll start at least building some friendships and definitely potential business friends are always a good thing to have around. So if you're interested in that, we did have an episode way at the beginning of the podcast all about networking. It was kind of angled about networking in person so that that may not be like 
super helpful right now, but the reality still stands that if you're seeing nothing is happening in your area, there isn't, let's say there isn't a vendor, a wedding vendor, Facebook group in your area, start one, be the person that starts one on Facebook, invite other vendors in your area and start introducing folks and, and bring folks together because that's putting you in a great position and letting you do something productive in this time where it's kind of hard to feel productive. And, and just doing that is like huge for your energy level and your motivation. Yeah, absolutely. So that, of course that episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, did you say what number episode that was? I think it was episode two, right? I think so. Yeah. Way at the beginning of this podcast. It's back in the, the beginning of the year and so much hope and joy and <laughs> yeah, real pants wearing. <laughs> yes. Lots of real pants, less boxed wine. <laughs> wait, so, just wait. slightly less, just slightly wait. less. Boxed <laughs> wine. I took a second to register what you just said. Less get out of here. <laughs> um, now I know some of you are, again, you're like, I'm not up for this. And we get it. We get it. We understand. And if you just want to listen to us chat on here, and go, you know, this is the community I've got right now. This is the motivate the a mass amount yes. of motivation I have. That's okay. We are your people. This is your networking. Okay. So if you're stressed, this is this counts. Okay. The fact that you showed up, the fact that you're still listening to a podcast with a couple of wedding planners talking about weddings that aren't happening, but for some reason you keep showing up, check that off your list. You're doing something productive. Also, thanks. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, go ahead and give us five stars. That'd be great. Give us a rating. Yeah. Let us know a review. Okay. Thank you. For <laughs> we love all those things. That, that does make us feel good. And, you know, reminds us that we're not just talking to each other awkwardly on microphones. <laughs> So, you know, if you can network, if you can set something up, that would be a great thing, not just for your business, but probably for your mental health as well. If there isn't a group, set one up. If, you, if you're if you curious about it, maybe go listen to episode two and, and get a little refresher and try not to cry when we talk about in-person networking. <laughs> yeah. And if you're feeling like you got that covered and you're like, check, check, doing it all over it. Okay, friends, we are just going to pause for just a moment because we need to talk about this because HoneyBook is offering this ridiculously good screaming deal where for a dollar a month, for eight months, you can have HoneyBook. Like you can start using HoneyBook. So if you've been on the fence, now is the time to take that leap and check them out. A dollar a month for eight months. That's $8. Okay. That's like two cups of bougie coffee. So if you guys are interested in signing up, head on over to the union podcast dot com slash dollar d is in dog o l l a r because it's only gonna cost you a dollar a month go sign up the next thing we'd say might be helpful is having those tough conversations about money and just taking a little time to put some love in your relationships around you your most intimate relationships yeah, I am due for a money date with my husband because obviously moving is pretty expensive in general. And just like, what are we going to do? How are we going to handle this? We haven't had one of those talks in quite a long time and just have just kind of been closing our eyes to it. So knowing that we need to have that conversation, I don't know about you, Heather, but that like that stresses me out to talk mm -hmm. about money sometimes. I just put it off for so long that it becomes a really big deal. But yeah. every time we do it, we feel so good afterwards. For sure. I think money is one of those things that triggers different emotions for most people. 
you know, whether it's something that it's like anxiety inducing or it makes you angry or whatever things kind of were programmed with money for you as a child, it can cause a lot of stress and a lot of emotion. So face that, work through that. And uh, we had a great episode about that that I think can help guide you guys through that conversation and still, you know, it doesn't have to be a negative one, even though I know for a lot of you, this isn't the best, most profitable year you've seen, but it's all about just getting through it and having the conversation and then starting to work on the solution. And and you do feel better once you get to that point. Yeah. So episode nine with Dan was, and and the way he talks about finances in such a positive way and not, it wasn't fear. Like he wasn't instilling fear into us. He was talking about how great it is. And if it's a constant conversation that you're having, if you know where your finances are, it's a great feeling. And so I I just don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about money so excitedly unless they had a lot of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the word budget tends to like feel synonymous with lack that you have a budget because there just isn't enough, but really it's prioritizing. It's going through your life and looking at what matters to you and going, yeah, I'm going to invest into this. I'm going to prioritize these things and the things I don't care about as much. Like I'm going to be mindful that I'm not frivolously spending on that. And that's been a huge mind shift this year for my husband and I, because we've buckled down during this time and we're actually feeling super empowered, even though we're, you know, working on a different budget than we were before. Um, but it it is a positive thing if you learn to really prioritize and, and see it framed as a, as a positive. So that episode was huge for us. Yeah. I, we, we didn't exactly, (laughs) it was a great episode that we recorded, but I definitely did not. I, I said I was going to, but I'm, totally admitting this now. I didn't go talk to my husband about it. We did not set a money date. We need to. This is one of those things. It's been how many months since we recorded that episode that I just put it off for so long that it just becomes bigger in my mind than it actually is. Because I know when Elias and I have money chats, it goes really well. We Mm -hmm. create spreadsheets. We write notes. We feel so good afterwards. Now, of course, we're not for this with our spending either because we just literally cannot afford to be during this time. But if you heard that episode... And you were like me and you were like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a money conversation, which by the way, some of you may be listening to this and you may be like, I don't have anybody to have a conversation with. It's just me. That still means that you sit down, you open your bank account, you open Excel spreadsheet, you write, grab a pad of paper and you write stuff down. It's taking a hard look and a hard assessment at what's going on and letting it be joyful. But if you heard that episode and you heard me saying, I'm going to do it, that sounds great. And then didn't do it like me. Maybe now's the time because it sounds like Heather and Joe have got <laughs> yeah. feel pretty great about their finances and I would like to feel as great. Yeah, it's it's in a better place once you work through it. I have the craziest amount of bank accounts now. I have like 12 or 14 bank accounts. What? Yeah. <laughs> Because I have everything set up on automatic transfers where it's like I have an account that's just for food and an account that's saving for our annual insurance premium and saving for car repairs. Like I literally made all these different buckets and just every week, like a certain amount goes into each bucket. And then that way, when things happen, I'm like, I don't have to worry about it. I have the money for the repair right there. It's already saved. 
Now it was a process to get that set up, but now that it's set up, it's like amazing because before we'd literally just spend out of one big account and then something would happen and we'd be like, wait, why isn't there the money for this car repair? And we're like, oh, because Chipotle took all our money. (laughs) (laughs) Dang Chipotle, always with their yummy burrito bowls, taking taking our money. money. Oh man, I miss Chipotle. Now my mouth is watering. Why do you have to do that? Always would bring up the food Um, because it's just, you know. So you kind of created like the digital version of the envelope system. Yes, exactly. That's what I modeled. So it worked out really well for us. And I will tell you, I was working with Joe and he was very resistant to this. Um, And I was just like, trust me, everyone says this works really awesome once you get it going. So I'm just going to build it and we'll see. And, And it has. So I'm happy with it. And I think you put a little time in, you have these conversations, it starts getting easier and uh, way less stressful. So you can do it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretending like you're only saying that to me. <laughs> I, am, I am saying it to you. You can okay. do it. You can. <laughs> oh, guys, we need to have the conversation. I mean, by the grace of God, we're still fine financially, but that doesn't mean like I, I'd love to take that mind shift and, and shift it to or that mind focus and shift it to that positive um, experience that it really sounds like you and Joe are having. And, yeah. But I'm, I'm also happy to hear that Joe was reluctant at first too, because yeah. you two in my mind are this like super power couple that just like always gets stuff done. Always. So, so <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that Joe was like, I don't know. Boom. And that you made it happen anyways. Yeah. He, he um, and I both, I think had some baggage with, how we viewed money and a lot of fear of lack and stress caused just by like looking at a bank statement. So I think it, it was something we both had to work on and now we're in a much better spot with it. Um, I read a book that is like for anyone who's like really into financial stuff, they're going to be like, this is the stupidest thing she's recommending because it's so old, but the uh, richest man in Babylon I was given for Christmas from my sister's boyfriend. Thanks, Sage. It was awesome. And it really outlined like the basic, very simple steps of of building wealth and setting up a system that's really easy to consistently do. And it's in a nice little parable form. And it's just really makes it simple to see the path forward, which I think when you're starting out as like a normal business person, it's overwhelming. You see these people with a ton of money saved and, you know, they bought houses, they have really awesome cars or like other things that show their success. And it's like, ah, I can't even do any of that. And you really see from this parable that that's not really what counts anyway obviously, but it is a simple process. It's just being consistent. So anyway, check it out, you guys. I literally just looked it up on Amazon. Yeah. It's $4.98. Yeah. You don't <laughs> it's not have even to like it's a big cost. No, not going to have to spend a lot on that. So do it, you guys. It'll oh, start making you feel I'm better. I'm sorry. Or the Kindle option is 49 cents. You guys, oh, now we, we don't have any excuses. Okay. 49 cents. Right. There you go. Enjoy. All right. We should probably... Okay. Freaking. Why, why, why do you have to recommend a financial book that actually sounds like it's easy to read? It is easy to read too. Guys, we're running out of excuses. Yeah. So give it a go. I am no way, shape or form a financial advisor, please. Don't even, it's laughable. No, Um, but you're, you're empowering. Like you are, you're not, well, you are empowering us, but you are also aware of your finances. And I think that's a great place to be. Like 
consistently aware, you have a budget, you have organization, and you set it up to automatically do it for yourself. Guys, we could do it too, okay? We too could be like Heather and read boring financial books. Well, you know, that's not the most boring book I've read. Um, But I did study ancient Greek in college and read really boring books. So this is a big step up from that. Awesome. Side It's not ancient Greek, guys. It's not ancient Greek. It's simpler than that. (laughs) Now, some of you may be listening to this and you may be like, okay, networking, mm, got it. Money, mm, I'm fine. And like, what's the next challenge, ladies? What's what's the next challenge? Because I'd like to take that next next step. You guys, advertising is so cheap right now. Advertising Mm -hmm. is so inexpensive right now. And I know that sounds bizarre, but people are still getting engaged. I I did a live last night on my main channel and I think I had three or four people on the live tell me they had just gotten engaged either this weekend over the last handful of days. Mm -hmm. It's still happening. The tidal wave is coming. Yes, it is is definitely going to happen. And yeah, people who are making it through this quarantine together that are still in love and like pumped up to be with their partner they're getting engaged and they are feeling real confident about it because they've just gone through a really crazy year and they're planning their wedding during a crazy time. So you need to put yourself out there and actually be able to show up and connect with these clients. Um, As Jamie said, it's really affordable to advertise right now. Facebook ads, Google ads, all different stuff is more affordable than normal because a lot of bigger companies that are in different spaces than we are um, have really dialed back what they're doing for their marketing. A lot of companies have full on just full stop, like nothing. So you have an opportunity as a small business to do some smart ads and make the most of it and connect with those couples. We did talk about this on the podcast before too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was episode one, right? With Max. Oh yeah. We got right into it because this is kind of the stuff we had intended to do with this show is to help teach you guys how to grow your businesses and have fun in this industry and not have it be a big stressful thing, which, you know, 2020 hasn't helped us. Yeah. Rude with, yeah. Way to mess up our plan, but those ads, they, they still will serve you well right now. Yeah. And, and it, if it feels overwhelming or you don't want to put one together right now, maybe just going to listen to that episode will be just a refresher on it, especially if you're new here. Hi, thank you for coming. We're so excited. We just want to let you know that at least you'll be educated on how to do it when you feel emotionally ready to do so. Because let's be honest, a lot of us are not emotionally ready to do a lot of things right now. And it is really difficult. And I think the whole point of this episode, even before we started recording, I was like, Heather, I just want people to know I'm struggling. Just maybe so they feel less alone. Like this is rough, you know? Yeah, It, it has been a challenging year and you guys are not alone. You are doing just fine if you are just keeping it going one day at a time. Yeah. And moving through this. But if you put a little bit of what we just talked about into place, I think it can help you actually even grow during this time. And that's what we really hope for for you. Yeah, it is. Honestly, it's our earnest hope that you would feel like you are in some sort of forward motion because I know how powerful that can be for all of our mental health to feel like we're accomplishing something, to feel like we're doing something. And five months into a two-week lockdown, like it's hard to feel like we're doing something. So we hope that these three things could be 
uh, an encouragement to you. Pick one, pick two, pick all three if you want to. Go back and listen to those episodes. We really do enjoy those. And we think that they're going to be really powerful for you guys. And if you then you decide to put those into action, great. If not, again, like we said in the beginning, the fact that you're even listening to this, you're doing something. You're trying. You're actively working on your business. And now we may not be giving the best businessy advice exactly, <laughs> but at least at least we're kind of fun to listen to, right? Yeah. I mean, I think so. That's for you guys to judge. If you think so, make sure you note that in your review because we <laughs> would love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, like I freaked out, but what, right before we started recording, because I realized we have 24 ratings now. Yay. They I like know. us, Jamie. I mean, they like at least us. those 20 some people do. I mean, they like us enough to scroll all the way down and leave a five-star review. So that's very sweet of them. Well, it's very sweet of them. We appreciate it, you guys. And um, we're here with you in the trenches and we're looking forward to brighter times. We hope this episode helped you a little bit move towards that. And I can tell you it helped me for sure. Like I, I will have the conversation. It's going to happen because the next time we have a conversation and that gets brought up, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I got to do it. It's going to happen. All right. So if I'm going to do it, you guys can do it too. Okay. You've just walked down the aisle of today's episode of the Union Podcast. Thank you for celebrating today's show with us. We hope that you found a little gem of wedding wisdom from this episode. Please let us know your feedback by sharing a screenshot of this episode on Instagram. Be sure to tag at Union Podcast so we can hear your voices. Let us know what topics you'd love to hear about on future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Until next time, stay lovely, wedding friends. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. I think we ended there on the yay. Yeah. That was good. People like the yay. People like the yay. Also, that <laughs> episode felt that episode felt so fun. It was. It was good and light, even though it's a tough, um, a tough situation.